right, so you get your first big TV credit. Whoa, doing the, what? Um, you appeared on, like, most TV shows, like most entertainment shows, you know, <clears throat> where they recap um, cool moments in entertainment and stuff like that. Yeah. What was I on there for? Um, well, you'd been, like, really into uh, Phil Collins lately. Specifically, that song in the air of the night. And you become, like, obsessed with the idea of this song and everything that it means. Yeah. You'd always heard that urban legend that it's a song about Phil Collins witnessing a, a man not save another man from drowning. Yeah. He had to testify about it. And you have a memory of him testifying about yeah. this. Yeah. And uh, you become obsessed with finding out who that guy is. Yeah. Like you want to solve the mystery. The Phil Collins mystery. Yeah. So you do like a lot of research. Um, you do about, you know, six months of research. Damn. What does that, what does that mean? Um, you, you know, read in interviews for clues. Um, <laughs> who, do, who? Phil, Phil Collins. Collins. Yeah. Like, so you'll read it and like, it'll be like Phil Collins names his top five favorite movies of the year. And you're like, all right, fuck yeah. And like, you read it like many, many times. And most of the time you don't really come up with much. What was I, was I hoping to find him saying like, like oh, Forrest Gump reminded me of that time I saw that man not help that other man from drowning. And I loved it. Well, what you do, you'll do like acrostic stuff where like, you'll see like, if the letters going down spell anything or going like Ugh. diagonal or going backwards. And I, so far you came close one time where it just said, um, Fred, this fucking sucks, Pat. This sucks so bad. So, you know, it's a guy whose first name is Fred, but that's about all that, that, you know, so you get like super into it. And eventually you start doing more research with that. You're like, okay, his name's Fred. And it was written in, the year 19 whatever so you start like doing a lot of research where is phil collins from where was he at that point in time what school did he go to who were his parents stuff like that like you, you do a lot of research and you're you actually narrow it down to uh one of uh two freds there's a guy his name is fred uh L lillingsworth fred lillingsworth and the, the other one is uh fred La Bamba. Fred Lillingsworth and Fred La Bamba. Yeah, and you're like, you you know in your heart it's gotta be one of these two men. Why? Because of all the research you've done. I've done I'll, I've done enough research to determine that it's either Fred Lillingsworth or Fred La Bamba. Yeah. Like you did like, the man. You contacted uh Phil Collins. You wrote him a lot of letters, dude. And um, emails or physical physical letters. Oh, all those stamps. So many. And like the stamps all have Phil Collins on them. Oh, uh, I bet he gets that a lot. That's probably nothing new for him. Yeah, I'd be flattered. Well, you're the, you're the only one who has them. You made them yourself. I don't think you can do that, Pat. No, they have a new program. They got a new program. where yeah. You can design a, a you can you can make your own stamp. So the U.S. mail has been expanding uh, their their reach lately. So they have uh, the new thing called night mail uh, where. <laughs> yeah. 
it's uh, mail that you get at night. Yeah. They kind of expanded into that. It's gone pretty good, dude. Yeah. Like, they, the, their profits are up, like, 10%. The profits of the Postal Service. Yes. Yeah. 10%. That's a gigantic bump. That is that is a huge amount of money. Yeah. That's how good this new night mail program yeah. is doing. And then the other thing they're doing is called, uh, it's a service called the Thomas Jefferson Make Your Own Stamp Challenge. It's like a just a chat like a game. Yeah, and basically you can design your own stamps and uh, bring them into the post office to get them uh, printed out and stuff like that. You can yeah. also buy like your own printer, which you do. You get super into this, dude. And with nightmail now being a thing, like you're sending out more letters than ever. Like you're sending letters to like your mom, just being like, "Hey, how are you? Um, here's what's new in my life. What's new with you? Hope work went well. I love you." Aaron, you write letters to like um, your friends on like Tuesday. You write a letter like, uh, hey, Joe, uh, I'm thinking about getting some pizza Friday at five o'clock. You want to join me? Like you send it to him. So you get like super into like writing letters uh, and you find out about the stamp thing and you're like, fucking hey, like th- this is me. This is my thing, you know? So you can you design a bunch of your own different uh, stamps and stuff like that. You have one with Phil Collins on it. Um, you have one where it's you uh, slam dunking a basketball, yeah, into a basketball hoop, yeah. It's uh, oh, I look good doing it. You look awesome. It's a parody of that like um, sunscreen ad where like the dog is like pulling down like the pants of that kid or whatever. Yeah, so your pants are down a little bit. But my you look, ass is out, but I'm dunking a basketball and I look good doing it. You're screaming too. Yeah, but it's not you can't hear sound on a on a stamp. Sometimes you can. God damn it, Pat. No, you can't. Like sometimes you'll Pat. be you've noticed this thing where you look at your stamps at midnight and uh sometimes you, you at midnight can, you can almost swear that you can hear something. Like like you made one of uh, a torpedo hurtling towards a, a shark. You just thought it looked fucking cool. And it came out even cooler than you thought it did. And uh, when you look at it, it's almost like you can hear the sound of a fucking torpedo and the uh, so anguish scream of a shark. The shark is screaming now? Yeah. Okay. So, like, uh, you know, you're writing a lot of letters. So you write Phil Collins some letters and stuff. And he writes, writes you back like, hey, uh, I, you know, there's just an urban legend. I appreciate you, you reaching out. I'm always glad to talk to my fans. And, but you keep writing enough letters that eventually he just like stops responding. So you've done a lot of research. Man. And so you. And I just keep believing that everybody is lying to me. You know they are. This fucking sucks. So you fly to uh, England. I'm flying overseas for this shit. Dude, I'm telling you, you're obsessed. Sometimes you can't sleep at night. And when you do sleep. Probably because I'm burning all my money on trips to England. When you do sleep, all you you have like eight hour dreams of like that drum solo in the air of the night, but like on repeat for like eight hours. That fucking blows. This sucks, Pat. You have wet dreams this, because of it. Uh, stop! I'm not gonna have. I'm not gonna come because of that. So you fly to England, uh, and Jesus you Christ, find they both live in London. I'm They're, gonna have to sleep on that plane. You know what that means, Pat? What? I'm going to have a nocturnal emission on a plane surrounded by strangers. It's, you know, it's just nature. It's natural. No one That's notices. not, you can't do that, Pat. No one notices. You can't, you prepare for it. You have like four blankets over on your lap. 
This sucks, Pat. So uh, you land. They both live in London. They actually live uh, like right next door to each other. (sighs) This fucking sucks. And uh, you go there. You uh, you look at the 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 two. They actually live in identical (laughs) tiny houses. Yeah, little cottages. And you look at it, and you're like, (sighs) for some reason, you're looking at that left cottage. (laughs) Okay. And you go, there's there's something in there, something evil. You walk right up. As you walk towards the door, you hear like, la, 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 bomba, from like behind the closed door. Like several different versions of it. Like you hear the end of the regular one, and then the next track that they play, it's like a uh, reggae version of it. And you kick down that door you try to do that your foot goes through the door but like only your foot so you're kind of like stuck in this guy's door great great and then uh you manage to like get your leg out just in time and uh like the door opens it's fred labamba yeah and he's like what the hell what do you do tell me what you know about phil collins he just breaks down. He lands on his knees. He goes, how'd you find me? Six months of research. There's just tears. I took a plane from America to get here. I sacrificed everything to know the truth. And he Spill is, it, La Bamba. Suddenly there's like a, uh, like a light on him. Almost as if he's being identified as the man who didn't save that guy from drowning. And then suddenly like a bunch of like a like camera guys run up with like cameras. Uh, Phil Collins is there and he goes, hey, Aaron, you just got pranked by Phil Collins. That guy, fuck. That guy who's crying you. looks up. He just got a huge smile on his face. He goes, Oh, he goes, We got you, man. He goes, Hey, what's up? Fuck you. He goes, Brent, fuck you. Tallings here. And basically, it turns out that uh, Phil Collins has a new show called Pranked by Phil Collins. And <laughs> fuck you. He just pranks the fuck out of people and like goes in deep. Like, again, that's a six month thing they did for like a maybe two minute segment. Like, it's, they go deep. They trick. The shit out. Like, they, they they blackmail the president. Like they like they, they have resources that like you would not believe. Um. So you're on TV for the first time. Uh. Because of this, um. It goes viral too. So you're on like the internet. You're There's ev- more. You're everywhere, dude. So you're kind of like, you know, a little humiliated, I guess. Yeah, Pat. I'm humiliated. And uh, you're just like kind of walking with your head down and uh, you look up and you see like a bunch of people pointing at you and they're like, hey, look, it's that Phil Collins asshole. And they all just like laugh and they go, can we get a picture? Fuck Let's take off. a selfie. And you just kind of like duck into like a nearby like business. You're like, yeah. I don't want to deal with this. It's like a uh, clock store where they sell timepieces. Yeah, timepieces, clocks, watches. 
Okay. And Stan, you walk in and Stan there is this dude. He's wearing like a really nice three-piece suit. Yeah. Blue. Okay. He's got like um, black hair, but it's like it goes up, you know? No. It's almost I like it's, it's like it's like a giant almost mohawk that he has. Oh, okay. Like a giant faux hawk thing? But it's huge. It's like three feet tall. Oh, fuck this. He's got like a uh, one of those like pocket watches. Man. And he goes like, hey, how can I help you? Name's Justin. Yeah, Justin. He goes, yeah, sell uh, watches and timepieces. What brings in here, my what's friend? Your age? What's your last name, Justin? And he sticks out his hand. There are so many watches God on this guy's it. fucking arm, dude. They're all tuned to different times. Why? Why? But at the same time, it almost feels like they're all correct. Because they are. He goes, name's Justin. Justin Time. Fuck you. I fucking knew it. I knew it was going to be just in time because it's the stupidest thing and the first thing I thought of. That fucking sucks. I didn't want to spoil it. I knew it. If you would have asked me to write it down, I would have written it down and shown Ben. I knew that's what it was going to be. Just in time. Do you shake his hand? No. I don't. I, I'm sorry. I'm germ thing. He goes, oh, okay. He goes, um, you know, I'm actually, uh, it's kind of serendipitous that you're here, Aaron. Well, how does he know my name? Oh, because he knows me from that fucking video. He goes, I leave immediately. He goes, the keepers of the clock see all. He well, goes, this sounds terrifying. He goes, come back. No. He goes, I can help you. I'm leaving. Why? You, you terrify me. You terrify me. He goes, I can make them all forget, Aaron. How? I can make them forget. How? He goes, he goes on to tell you that he is a member of uh, the keepers of the clock. Uh, guys who just kind of like watch the time stream and make sure that things are going okay. Things what the fuck are, does that mean? You know, they just monitor the time stream. They make sure things are... What does that mean? Make sure that like, um, you know, a, a microwave times are working, stuff like that. Uh, they make sure that... Uh, that seems pretty low on the totem pole of time-related tasks. Well, they do a lot of other stuff too. It's not just that. I mean, that'd be ridiculous. Like They also like make sure that, uh, you know, pizza's get there on time and but like, they, um, they don't always yeah look th th i'm not saying the keepers of the clock are like you know perfect is that the last thing on their list pizzas it's the first thing on their list then how come it gets fucked up sometimes again you know they're not omnipotent so he goes on to tell you that uh this fucking sucks so the bad. keepers of the clock have noticed something oh yeah September 9th, 1979. I didn't get there in school. They go. I don't know what happened. They go on to explain that uh, when September 9th, 1979, um, there was a explosion. A bridge was uh, bombed, basically. Yeah. And it, uh, it, it was a bridge uh, leading to a part of town called The Pasture. Oh, man. And at the time, the pasture was it was called that because it was like a really great place to Beautiful. live. Beautiful. You know, trees as far as the eye can see. Times have changed. Beautiful sunsets every night. Yeah. To say nothing 
of the sunrise. Like people traveled to the pasture just to take photos of the sunrise. Yeah. Uh, and then what happened is the bridge was uh, destroyed. Um, a bridge called Justice. The bridge was called it was Justice Bridge. No, it was it was called a bridge called Justice. <sighs> That's what it was called. Yeah. How do you get there? Oh, well, you cross a bridge called Justice. Well, yeah. I mean, that's kind of... They all thought it was cool. It was the 70s. Yeah, so, um, that sucks. And what happened is with that bridge being destroyed, it kind of fucked up the local economy and fucked up the town. Uh, and just now, it's just like this crime-ridden, terrible part of, uh, part of the country. It was voted number one worst place to be ever. Oh, Jesus. By um, Neighborhood Monthly. Neighborhood Monthly? Yeah. What is Neighborhood Monthly? Um, it's a monthly periodical. It's a yeah. It's a magazine. Uh it's just they just talk about like neighborhoods and stuff like that. Yeah, and this month they happen to be doing a piece on the worst place to be. Yeah. They just happened. Yeah. I mean they were just like, you know. Okay. They they scoured the world. They went literally everywhere. Like this place like this magazine does not turn a profit. It never has. Neighborhood monthly. Yeah. How's it financed? Um, the parent company, uh, Lanalax Publishing. Yeah. They're just like, look, we just agree with, like, we really believe in the message. And if we take a hit, we take a hit. How much do they lose a year on it? 250 million. Jesus Christ. It's, yeah, it, it's, it is a bath. It's on a monthly publication. Yeah. I mean, they have a huge staff and stuff. Yeah. How much money? How much does it take in? Uh, Wait, they lose two hundred and fifty million dollars a year on this. Yeah, God damn it, Pat. Um, they did that a, is awful. They did a news report about uh, how they went to like uh, the equator, and they went to the to spot. see what neighborhoods were down at the equator, Pat. Yeah. They're looking for equator neighborhoods. Yeah, and what happened is um, they got to a particular part uh, of the equator where like weird things happen. Uh, it's called the um, Never Equator, and in the Never Equator, it's the equator, but it's like a weird parallel sort of world, and like bad stuff happens. And so they do a Never Equator expose in Neighborhood Monthly. Yeah, but what happens is um, what the fuck, Pat. About halfway through the issue, when they actually arrive at the Never Equator, uh, the rest of the page is just blank. Those writers are never seen again. It's almost as if they never existed. So they publish the last known record of these people. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so that's so and that's so that's what you get after after waiting for a month. Yeah. Be, like people are like understandably pissed but the no no one can bring themselves to write a letter to the editor that sucks yeah this they, magazine they just, sucks so anyway so um does that so that the pastor is kind of not a good place to be now but it, but it used to be wonderful and so um just in time it goes look Aaron, <laughs> gee i forgot about him jesus <laughs> christ his mohawk looks even bigger now god damn it it's almost like it's pulsating he goes Oh, he goes, uh, Aaron, we want to send you back in time to stop this from happening. If you do this, we can set things back in time enough that you're not humiliated by that Phil Collins prank show. They go, by the way, have you seen that show? It fucking rules. What do they want me to do? 
Like, we need to send you back there and stop the bombing from happening. What does that mean? They go, look, we know who the person is. All right, it's an operative from the Lanolax Corporation. We need you to go there and stop her. They want to go through time? Yeah. He goes, yeah, we can do that. The keepers of the clock? Uh, Yeah. He's like, sorry, that was, sorry, that was rude. Is my life just terrible at this point? Um, I mean, I'll be honest. You feel pretty humiliated because that whole Phil Collins thing. And it's, am I like able to work? Yeah, but no one respects you. Like actively disrespecting me in an office setting. Like you, like you, you typed up a report and you walked over to your boss and like halfway there, um, one of the guys walking by just knocks the report out of your hand and then kicks you in the nuts. I would call the fucking police, Pat. That's assault. If a guy just comes up and kicks you in the nuts. So you'd call the cops? Yeah, I would call the fucking cops. They got assaulted. Why? They're like, a, uh, hello, 911. This is, uh, this is Kent. Kent, I just got assaulted at work. Like, uh, man, you know, I really, I'm, I really feel like Kent. This is a nine one one call, Kent. It's like, man, people every day they're just they just call in here and they tell me that's your problems. fucking job, Kent. You're a goddamn nine one one operator. Man, if I knew it was gonna be like this, I definitely then wouldn't quit, sign up. Kent. Quit. And he goes, "That's a good idea." I hang up. I hang up first. I make sure I fucking hang up first. I hang up and I press that. I press the screen hard. Nothing happens. I call 911 again. Hello. Uh, this is Andrew. Hi, Andrew. I was just assaulted at work. And you've reached uh, Andrew's 911 what Donuts. The fuck? He goes, Yep, we've bought 911. So now, would you like to order a donut? I what the fuck? Nine one one got bought by Andrews nine one one donuts. So, uh, so how did they do that? So your uh, your efforts are, are coming up short. So basically, your life isn't super great. Do you accept Justin Times offer? Yeah, fine. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Why not? Everything fucking sucks. Nine one one is a donut number now. <laughs> I mean that that is real cool. But like, what if you needed help? You know, <laughs> so uh, he just in time walks over to you. All every single one of his. I don't watches fucking care about his watches. Pat. Below a different shade of the rainbow. God damn it! Like a Roy G. Biv watch selection. Yeah, and uh, but they're all different times. Mm-hmm. And uh, but at the same time, they're all right. They all like a burst of light comes out of all of them. They all connect and just like go straight into you. God damn it. For a moment, it feels like you're falling through the air. And then suddenly you realize it's September 9th, 1979. And you're at the bridge. And you look over and uh, standing there applying a bomb to the bridge is, uh, is this woman. She's a, she looks a little older. She's probably in her like early 40s. Okay. She's got uh, long silver hair. Do I have a gun or anything? The tips of her hair are like red. Just the tips of it though. Or do I have a gun though? No. She is, uh, she's one of the most beautiful women you've ever seen I'm gonna, in your life. I'm going to run up and drop kick her. 
She's by a bridge. Can I kick her off of a off of the cliff? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to run up and drop kick her off of a cliff. You got to because she has a bomb. Yeah. And that's very dangerous. And also, what have I got to lose? Uh, sure. You know? You go and drop kick her and uh she manages to like parry your hit and Why like, wouldn't she? knock you to the ground yeah. and she goes, "Hello Aaron, I'm Cherry Mist." Cherry Mist, Pat. Cherry Mist. She goes, "I'm a time operative." She goes, I bet those uh, keepers of the clock fucks got to you, huh? Yeah, they did. My life sucks. This was the only thing that seemed like a way out. Is this a scenario where you're going to kill me? She goes, or am I going to kill you? She goes, I'm Cherry Mist of the Time Maidens. I don't fucking care. I, sw- I mean, you know what I mean? At this point, my life is awful, and I want it, I want it to end in some way. So she goes, look... um, I'm sure whatever they told you sounded like convincing, but those guys aren't the good guys here. Okay. Like I have to, we can't disrupt the time stream. We have to blow this up. What the fuck is going on? What the fuck is happening? And she just goes, ah, forget it. And she turns around and she starts putting the bomb onto the bridge. I put her in a sleeper hold, put her in a sleeper hold. And I say, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I put her in a sleeper hold. So you seem like a very nice person. And I'm sorry, but this is what I have to do. She goes down like immediately and you're like, oh, my God. And uh, you rip like the bomb off of the bridge. I would I would try to bind her hands and feet because I wouldn't want her to get up and then easily kill me. I'm sure what I'm even contemplating, like pushing her off the cliff. So you contemplate that, but you're like, uh, I got to get that bomb. You turn and uh, you start to walk towards it. And then you kind of hear like a from behind you. And you go, what? And you turn around and Cherry Mist is there. And um, God damn it, Pat. A uh, bolt of uh, energy comes out of her like eyes and hits you. God damn it. And um, you hits me where? In the butthole. And how does uh, she hit me? If I'm facing her, you kind of like look over your shoulder. Oh, you know? so I turn over my shoulder and she shoots a bolt of energy into my butthole right up. And what happens is um, a second feels like uh, a million years. God damn it, Pat. And a microsecond feels like a billion years. So you just what? kind of move and because she has like time power. So she just kind of she's of the time maidens. So she you kind of just move in slow motion for the rest of existence. Uh, it takes like, it would take a very, very long time for you to like walk over to like do anything to complete your step. You know what I mean? Uh, it would take about uh, 10 billion years. Uh, and so what happens is you're kind of stuck in this time thing for the next uh, 35 billion years. Yeah. Uh, Pat. And uh, 35 billion. Yeah. It takes 35 billion years uh, before, you know, Heat death uh, destroys the universe. So I'm just standing in that spot for 35 billion Moving years. Moving very slowly. Nobody around, nobody over 35 billion years goes, hey, why is there a slow guy here? The, all of existence is doing that. Why? This fucking sucks from the jump. Phil Collins, now this. Eventually, uh, the universe ends and Great. there's no afterlife. Great. There's nothing. It was all for nothing. Great. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm glad I got to live 35 billion and 34 years. <laughs>